Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And it is time for another happy hour. As always with these, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. Uh, Samantha, what are you sipping on today? So I actually found a new ginger beer that I like Mm -hmm. that has uh, tropical flavors. So I decided I was going to be tropical. I'm putting a lot of air quotes here. Mm -hmm. And use it with my rum and lime. So essentially dark and stormy. But mm-hmm. tropical, so a tropical storm. Ooh, I like that. I, that just came off the top of my head. Yo. You are a genius. <laughs> you are a genius. Um, I also had to get a little creative because I'm out of pretty much everything. So I made a Cointreau, yeah. orange liqueur, and a lot of sparkling water, and cinnamon, and oregano. <laughs> Ooh. And it's actually surprisingly good. <laughs> you did some things. I was trying to be like, ooh, let's get a little savory, get a little sweet, spicy. I see you. It turned out well, but it was okay. a risk. It was a risk. Um, I feel like we've. it's been a while since we've created our own cocktail. So maybe that's our next episode, Annie. You have an assignment. Ooh. Okay. Oh, all right. I'm, my my mind is immediately like no. cogs are spinning, <laughs> cogs are t- spinning, wheels are turning, cogs are turning. We're so bad at idioms. Samantha. Yeah, we are. Uh, I'm the worst at it, and I just started creating my own. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely Nick from uh, New Girl, <laughs> who completely butchers them all. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I've never seen that show. It's just a fun. There's definitely problematic things through it, but it's fun, easygoing, and uh, well, it's one of my go-tos because mm-hmm. there's typically less sad things and just hilarious commentary. Okay. Okay. Perhaps I will endeavor on that journey. Okay. Well, for today, I wanted to do something kind of light. It's been it's been on my mind for a while, and I think it could be a full episode. So this is just like testing the waters. Yes, yes. But before we get into it, 
Samantha, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, you didn't play a lot of video games growing up, did you? No, I did not. Oh, great. Now you're going to make me think of how uninteresting I was as a kid as I'm thinking <laughs> about this. Um, no, I didn't do too much of the video games. My brother was the one that got all of his gaming things for Christmas. And it's very expensive. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I if I did anything like that. I'm sure I did. Well, I did. You know what? That's not true because I loved the computer games. Yeah. As a kid. So I definitely mm-hmm. played like word games, typing games, mystery mm-hmm. kind of games. But it was, when I'm talking computer games, I'm talking about 80s. Think of 80s movies with the sounds. Perfect. I know you're exactly welcome. what you're talking about, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really good. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like I often forget computer games too. And this is one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this. In this episode, we're talking about gendered video games, very personal experience I had with them, uh, which is related to the the episode, The Monday Mini, I believe, we did on gendered board games, Mm -hmm. which we have, and I still want to play. (sighs) Yes, I still need, oh, I keep forgetting about this because we need to do this. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get into the TikTok world that I've been (laughs) talking so much about by having us play these games. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I said it. it. I said it. It sounds so hip and cool. (laughs) But yeah, you know, and now that you're talking about it, I do remember also video games I would play as women in those characters because like Mm -hmm. uh, Street Fighter was one of the Uh, number one. I'm like, oh, look, it's an Asian woman, very Mm -hmm. sexualized Asian woman, computer animated sexualized Asian woman. But hey, I'll play her. Mm -hmm. But yeah, outside of that, I know I'm thinking, okay, I see where you're going. I'm ready. Let's go. Sorry, okay. I interrupted it again. <laughs> no, 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 no worries. Uh, yeah, so one of the reasons this was on my mind was I just kind of unlocked a forgotten part of my childhood recently because I was feeling nostalgic for um, these educational computer games I used to play. Mm-hmm. And like Jumpstart 5th grade, Jumpstart 6th grade. Like I, w- I would play those again if I could. If I could find them, I love them. Did you play um, the Carmen Sandiego game? Yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of the ones I remember. It was so fun. It was. And if you're not familiar with these, they were very like kind of mini game based. Like there was a story, but ultimately it was like, like in Jumpstart fifth grade, you uh, had to solve this crossword puzzle based on a museum you were in. So you had to go like look at the art and figure out the answers. And there was a division like measuring thing that you had to do to make drinks at this pizza restaurant, which I don't know why as a kid you're making the drinks, but whatever. So it, they just had like a bunch of fun little mini games. And often the the protagonist in those games was a young girl, which I liked. Uh, but then that got me thinking about all these other games I forgot that I used to play um, that were very, very gendered. <laughs> And I just wanted to talk about that. Maybe I will, listeners, you'll be like, oh, I remember this, or I used to play something like this. And I do want to return and do a full episode on it because I think it would be really, really interesting. Because a lot of the games I played, I wouldn't say were gendered as masculine, but were definitely felt as more like boy games, if that makes sense. Well, that's interesting that you're talking about all these mini games and like mm-hmm. you have to solve puzzles because that's essentially what phone games I mm-hmm. play. And I, I'm like... Maybe that's why they gendered this as saying yeah. it doesn't count as gaming. 
Uh-huh. You, know, you had to correct me and say, you're a gamer because <laughs> I play the four match games or mm-hmm. the cook games, which there, there's been a couple of those, um, which <laughs> unfolds into stories and such, uh-huh. which I get really fascinated by. But it's kind of that similar setup, which were the games that I liked as uh-huh. a kid. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that too because I remember I, I felt like when I... Th- these memories came back to me. It's almost like I separated them from video games, like mm-hmm. in my own head. And I'm somebody who, yes, is constantly like, no, women play just as much video games, if not more. We just don't count things that women play as video games, which is ridiculous. But I feel like I was doing it too mm-hmm. with these memories. And so I just got to thinking of these games I used to play. And one of them was, I believe it was on Sega, um, but it was a Barbie game. Where the whole point was you had to get to this model uh, runway. You were a model. You had to get to the (laughs) runway. You were on a skateboard and you had to dodge like frisbees and balls and you didn't want to mess up your hair and your face. Uh, And then you had to like strike the perfect pose uh, and get the best pictures and you got points based on the pictures (laughs) that you took. And it was very, very bright, like lots of pinks and pastels, I would say. But it was certainly a game my brothers made fun of me for playing. I enjoyed it. I'm sure like if I played it now, I would have a very feminist critique of it. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But I did enjoy it. Um, Right. She was, I mean, I'm sure I was internalizing or taking in some negative body image because she was, you know, very thin and looked a very certain way. for a sec please pay apps are way too public what happened some rando hearted a payment from five months ago and i realized people can see my entire history who i'm paying like full names it's super weird yeah it's weird how are you paying your friends then apple cash it's all in messages you can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends random people can't see it did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. 
not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. We did have another game that was Barbie-related, and it was a detective game. And I mm. loved that game. And you were like, it was at an amusement park, and you had to pick up these clues, and, and she wore, like, the most stereotypical detective outfit, <laughs> the hat and the trench coat. And the, the person who did it changed every time, which I liked. Uh so, you know, you never knew for sure, even if you'd played it before. And she did some of her own stunts. Like, at the end, there was a ski-doo, a jet ski that you had to, like, get out of this cave, but it was collapsing. Um, but I bring it up because I loved it, and I caught my brothers playing it once, and they also loved it. I got them to admit <laughs> it. One <laughs> uh, of the best moments. Yes. Yes. And I mean, it was very funny. And they they did admit it. And like, even if I asked them today, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that game was fun. But still, it was like they had to keep it secret because like, something for girls is less right. than. Right. Um, And it was like, I don't know, they were so embarrassed when I walked in on them playing it. And... It was kind of comical looking back, like just playing this Barbie game. And it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to bring Eves on sometime because Eves has been talking about these Nancy Drew uh, like mystery games she's been playing. Right. And I'm very, very curious about it because it sounds like a similar vein as this. And I do love, I love a good, like trying to put together a puzzle, solve yeah. a mystery. So I, I think mean, we should. She was at the unboxing of those games that you had given me, which were all of the uh, mm-hmm. games we talked about. Mall Madness, Sweet Valley High, mm-hmm. Babysitter's Club. Um, and you even got me the mystery dating game, which made me kind of hurt my feelings. So I'm like, first of all, I was not born in this era. How dare you? <laughs> I just want to play it. <laughs> I want to play it. <laughs> JK. Um, but no, I, I think it'd be interesting for us to play. I would love this to be me, you, and Eves. And of course, yeah. I've had the idea, and I think we've talked about it before, of bringing in different male employees of iHeart, including Ben Bolin, because mm-hmm. he is the most straightforward dude that yeah. I know that I really think would be interesting. Because he was also like, what yes. are these games? I uh-huh. need to know. He was actually really ready to yeah. get into it. Um, except we were missing a few things. But we mm-hmm. need to bring on several different people to try it out with us. Yeah. But I'm really excited about this because it's really interesting to know that it does like reach us even today out of memories. Because yeah, Eve has been talking about the Nancy Drew game mm-hmm. and what she liked about it and going down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. And I that's why I'm hoping you listeners will uncover some games I haven't heard of. Because I did try to... I was trying to get a sense for if this could be a full episode, and I'm very confident it could be, but it was kind of hard to search because the video game world is so unfortunately gendered and pretty, like, viewed as a masculine space already. Right. That, like, it was hard for me to find these games that I'm talking about here, which were very clearly targeting um, girls, usually young girls. But it is interesting when you, like, go back and you have these memories and they're so fond and I have to say, like, I, the idea, we had a, a handful 
of um, male friends, co-workers at that unboxing event of those board games. And it was funny to see their shock of like, right. this is the point of this game is to get a date or to buy things at a mall. And that in itself was very telling to me. But also, yeah, again, just the idea of Ben Bolin like playing Mall Madness and trying to yes. like, I'm, no, I want I it. need <laughs> him to play Girl Talk. yes phone game, blind date game. Which one was it? The phone date game, I think. Yeah. That mm -hmm. will be amazing because mm -hmm. the cards that you put in there when they say it's a match or it's not a oh, it's a delight. It's yeah. a delight. I, and when you get rejected. I'm so excited. <laughs> we need it, this to happen. I think it will be excellent. Okay, uh, I did want to include some another one. So I also, I loved My Little Pony growing up. And I had a, I still have them. I can't, I can't part with them. And I know I should, but I have, I have a few mile ponies. Right. Wait, is yours scented? Because I used, mine used to be scented. And I thought I that had, was interestingly weird. I had one that was scented. I had one that was scented. Seafoam. I had to like win her too. It was yeah. a whole thing. <laughs> mine smelled like vanilla. Huh. I was very confused. And it was purple. Because I love purple. But of course, I no longer have it. I actually had a house fire when I was uh, in my college year, so everything went away from yeah. my childhood, which was very limited anyway because I didn't get anything until I was eight. Mm -hmm. uh, poor childhood. <laughs> but yeah, so I just remember it smelling like vanilla all the time, and I was very confused. I think it was supposed to be cupcake, but it was vanilla. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I know what you're talking about. And that's actually interesting because one of the... So this game was very... My memory is kind of sparse, but what I do remember, it was very like, choose your pony, pick the color of her body, pick the color of her hair, pick this, like, draw the little symbol on her. And then I think you did pick how she would smell. And it obviously it was not like open, open season. It was like, will she smell like cake or fresh right. flowers or something? <laughs> Tobacco and coffee. <laughs> Ooh, this is another project. We could design our own <laughs> little ponies. Um, but it was definitely like... I, I Again, I liked it. Um, Wait, I have, you know, God, you just put another memory in my head. See? Yeah, I remember mm -hmm. the matching outfits for the Barbie. Now, like, mm -hmm. but they weren't to life. Like, we had to... I think we... I think there's a version of that on phone games where you can create fashions and, like, mm -hmm. pick and choose... But you literally, like, it was digital, but I know there was a actual, like, drawing version of it, too. But mm -hmm. you picked outfits and hairdos and, and like, go on dates and who, if it matches oh or something. I feel like there was a Barbie game like that. Someone tell me yes. if this is true. Please do. Please do. I think you're right. I think you're right. And I guess, like, ultimately, so this My Little Pony game was very much about, like, coloring and style and appearances. We had another game that was a Crayola-based Mm. game that was similar, but that game was, like, without gender. Whereas this game was very much like, this is for girls! And I was once again made fun of for playing it, even though I feel like the dynamic was pretty much the same as that Crayola game. Right. It's like coloring almost. Right, um, but it's the branding. Exactly, exactly. So that's sort of what I was interested in when I was thinking about this. And definitely, my memories of this are pretty limited. And like I said, a lot of games I played maybe weren't gendered outright, but just felt like boys' games to me. Right. Whereas these were like girls' right. games for girls. And they were all about appearance, I would say. 
Um, even if it's a pony, but whatever it was, was all about kind of like looks. And I do think the pony one, if I'm remembering correctly, was very like, not that I'm saying this is wrong necessarily, but they were kind of like, this is your box and you're naming your pony something very nice and it's going to smell nice and it's going to look nice and that's going to be nice and that's it. <laughs> like, you're not going to make some goth emo pony, okay? <laughs> Did they have a Care Bears game? Because oh, I sure. like the Care Bears more than My Little Pony. And of mm. course, the sad Care Bear was my favorite. I mean, yeah. The rain cloud. Course. Yes, I know. <laughs> I love it. I'm sure there was. We'll have to look into it. Oh, I'd be so curious. Oh, all right. Yeah, I want to come back to this. But in the meantime, I'm hoping, listeners, if you've got an example, please, oh, please let us know. <laughs> if they have a copy of the Carmen San Diego game, mm-hmm. tell us how to get to it because I'm now reminiscing about this game. I'm telling you, I would play Jumpstart fifth grade today and I would have a ball. <laughs> Um, well, cheers. Cheers. Yes, yes. And as always, listeners, thanks for joining us in this happy hour. And yeah, if you have any memory lanes you would like to go down with us, any suggestions, we would love to get them. You can email us at Stephanie and MomStuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.